Welcome to the Inspiring Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Domisha Campbell, and here we have authentic conversations about womanhood to inspire you to align with your God-given identity and show up as your best self. Okay, so before we get into the episode today, which is going to be about reinventing yourself, I just want to address the elephant in the room. My last two episodes were definitely dedicated to being in relationships, um, but this is not a relationship podcast. I just want to cover various topics and I am in a relationship and I'm growing and learning things being in a relationship and getting to know that too. So there'll be here and there where I'll do specific topics, maybe on parenting or relationships and certain things like that, that won't just be um, self-improvement. So yeah, I hope you guys, well, I know you guys enjoyed, you got something out of it. And if you haven't already left the review, what are you doing? Go ahead and leave one now. It helps other people just like you discover the podcast and, you know, just help people on their self-improvement journey. So let's get started into this podcast episode. This is a long awaited episode. Um, I was going to wait until I finished reading something because that's like the, the low key perfection perfectionism still laying dormant in me but I said you know what I always know when I'm moving in the right direction or I'm going towards a mark I'm supposed to go to when I either hear something um that like somebody else that I don't even know I never even had a conversation with say or somebody that I do know actually is talking about the same thing Or it could be as simple as somebody saying something to me like, oh, you should be doing this or I can see you doing that or how about you do that? And in this instance, it was none other than Natalia. I'm going to keep name dropping you (laughs) again, making sure I'm on purpose with purpose. She had me in a DM and like, you should do an episode about what I'm doing an episode about today. And I'm like, yo, I was thinking about that, but I didn't do it yet because of a million excuses. So here we are now. Here we are now, and I'm just going to let you guys know about the things I've done to reinvent myself. Some of these things that, and this is what I was telling Natalia, is some of these things I'm still working on. So I didn't want to come on this podcast like I'm above it all and I know it all. So I think it would be really like honest of me to just let you know, like, yeah, a lot of these things I still am working on. And I think that there's a lot of power in that because we can work on them together. Like, girl, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. So let's just be two imperfect beings just trying to do the best we can while we're here on earth. Okay. Okay. Let's get into it. So reinventing myself actually started with my spiritual journey. Um, if you've been following me, you already know how I, um, started my spiritual journey in 2019. And ever since then, I've been going pretty steady. So my spiritual journey, which started in 2019, then led to my healing journey slash inner work journey, which naturally those things occurring naturally led to me reinventing myself because, you know, I've always been a quote unquote deep person, but I, I would say like before I got saved, which was the first step of my awakening, um, I didn't have like any real spiritual practices or anything like that. So when I got saved, I was introduced to worship music and deliverance and prayer and fasting and just basically dying to self. And in that process, so many things just in honestly, just in what was it, two to three years, so many things that I was under that leadership, two to three years, yeah, so many things have taken place that is like, 
it's insane so even how you guys see me now some days I'm still thinking back and like still trying to process all that have changed all that's changed with me just in this short amount of time and I just wanted to stop there just to say that if if these things have changed within me and just this short amount of time I know for a fact if you're listening to this right now and you're on a, a inner work journey you're on a healing journey you're on a spiritual journey you're trying to reinvent yourself the same thing can happen for you so don't look at me like oh my god how did she do that I did it by just doing it. Like if you would have, I always say this, if you would have came to me three to four years ago and told me I would be here now, I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, okay, whatever, you know, go talk to somebody else with that nonsense. But this is really me. So I know for a fact that it could be you. So when you're listening to this, I want you to really listen closely, take down notes, stop and pause this. You know what I mean? Share this with a friend who you think might need this information too. What I'm doing right now, y'all, is I'm really trying to, like I said, I'm trying to be with purpose, on purpose and tap in to all areas of my life. So I'm really working on building my social circle and getting into other girl groups and trying to help other women. Um... And help you because you're tuning in bi-weekly to catch these things. So I know you're serious about your journey. Um, But yeah, like I was saying, reinventing myself started there. And also by by starting there, it's like I continuously am changing and evolving and other things are happening in my life. And those various changes that are happening in my life are also bringing about different changes in me in different areas of my life, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I started with my spiritual journey and then healing and doing inner work. Um, but also I, I, I'm in a marriage and then I got my kid and then, you know, I started a full-time job. So all of these things are contributing to my growth. And I think it's happening so rapidly because of all these things that happen in my life. Your pace might not happen so rapidly too. And I don't ever want you to get into that habit of comparing your process to someone else's so you might take five years 10 years or you might take six months you know to get to where you want to be on your journey but I think as long as you start and as long as you stay consistent that's all that matters I seen a, a, a photograph the other day and I wish I could show you the photograph but um it was like a photograph and it was like what people think showing up every day looks like and it was like a hundred percent on each photo fo- on uh, on each graph and then under it was like what it actually looked like and then one day you had 100 one day you had 50 one day you had 20 one day you had 30 the other day you had um like 40 then the other day you had 45 you get what I'm saying so it's like that but at at, at no point of those um those graphs did you see zero percent but the fact is that they were showing up every day and just a quick side note actually this kind of reminds me of what my therapist said to me the other day quick side note y'all I'm back in therapy because I need it whatever but um my therapist the other day she said to me like sometimes we get so caught about caught with the end result and we don't embrace that process and I'm like you know what that's definitely me because even through reinventing myself y'all I'm like okay yeah this is cool and all that I I don't even think this is cool I'm making steps when I make a mistake and I see myself slipping back into an old habit, an old way of thinking, or just not like being that person 
or responding in a way that I want to respond, I like lose sight of all of the progress I've made up until then. And it's just like, oh my God, why can't I get it right? Why can't I do this right? And I'm going down the spiral hole. And by her saying that, I'm like, you know what? That's so true. And she told me to just write down some of the things that I'm doing to progress and just keep a log. So I'm saying that to you. If you're on a journey of reinventing yourself, one of the things that you should do is keep a log of some of the things that you're doing on a daily basis. So for example, say you have road rage, right? And you like, oh my God, I want to be more patient while I'm driving. Um, so you, you're driving to work one day and you, you lose your cool and you start screaming at the person next to you cause you're driving too slow or whatever. Okay. You made a mistake. But the day before that, somebody was driving in front of you. And instead of reacting, what you did was count down from 10 to one. Even though the very next day you lost your cool, you went back into it. Remember that the day before that you actually were able to notice like, hey, I'm getting a little bit angry. I'm getting a little bit agitated, but you didn't let yourself go there. You you noticed it. You allow yourself to feel it. You count down from 10. You moved on. Okay, the next day you completely lost it. But just because you lose it the next day, does that mean that you start back from square one and just say, forget it all. I'm not doing it because I didn't get it right all the way now. You better not be doing that. Do not do that. I'm telling you right now. And I use, um, I use, you know, traffic, having road rage as an example, but you can insert anything that you're currently working on and apply the same thing in any way that you slipped up and made a mistake. Okay. Y'all, this is already so good. So, um, that actually wasn't my first tip. <laughs> my first tip is because I started spiritually, I'm going to suggest you start there as well. Now, I'm not saying go to a church and get back. I'm not saying that. But what I want to say is start by getting to know yourself. What's important to you? What are your values? Where do you see yourself in 10, 20 years, five years, two months from now? What is most important to you outside of just the things that you see right now in front of you? Start to think about those questions. Start to connect with the source outside of yourself and um, connect to that version of you. So for me, for example, when I started out my reinvention journey, it was like, okay, this is who the world says I am. This is who some of my family members said who I am. Who do I think that I am? Who am I at my core? What do I love? What do I like? What do I think? What do I think? What have I learned? What do I know? You know, you have to start asking yourself some of those hard questions and really sitting down with yourself. Now, some people say, oh, I don't want to be talking to my angry. Okay, write it down. All right. You who's who's overthinking it, just write it down. You can literally, if you want to, get a journal and write down questions and then you answer them. You know how they used to have us do in school? You can do that. So start with that 
And then once you ask yourself those questions, you can say, what does my higher, how does my higher power see me? Who does God say I am? What does God say my destiny is to fulfill on this earth? You know, and I think some people, when you give them this question, um, I never, I'm not going to lie. I never really had this problem, but when you give them this question, they think it has to be this big grand scheme of things. I'll tell you, mine is simple. Mine is to, to make an impact in the lives of women. I'm not going to get too specific, but in general, you know, and I can do that by easily, but podcasting in real life, mentoring women one-on-one being there as an advocate for women, so many things. Um, just using my strengths, who God created to be, who I know that I am. And, and from there, everything else is golden. Know thyself. I've always been me. I guess I know myself. Certain things about me have, <laughs> certain things about me have never changed and they never will because at my core, like I said, I've always been a deep person. But this is just the first time in my life when I really tapped into um, myself spiritually. So it's, it's different levels for different folks. Okay, so that was number one. Number two is go to therapy. <laughs> um, go to therapy. If you're in church, I think sometimes like your the pastors will offer therapy or something of that nature. Um when I first started my journey, I was not in therapy, but I was in a group and those, that group, we would come together and we would pray and we would talk about some of our issues and some of our challenges. And if we would be led, you know, to do certain things. So I had that support system. If you can't afford therapy or, you know, the money's just not right. It's just not the right time. And or even if you can't afford therapy, but you just can't find a therapist that you clash with. Because I've had my fair share of therapists that just didn't work. I'm saying my fair share was just really two people that didn't work. But, you know, there's other things that you can do instead. So, yeah, you can get accountability partners. You know, you want to make sure, and that kind of goes into my next story, you can get people accountable who are on the same goal as you or ahead of you to keep you accountable on your journey. You know, or join a group, even if you're not, you don't go to a church, try to join some type of spiritual group, make sure you pray, you know, and and all of that and fast and whatever you have to do to make sure that that group is a group you're supposed to be part of and not a group you're just joining just because you don't want to be alone. Please don't do that. Um, But yeah, you want to be in a space that's going to allow you to grow in a space that you're going to be heard and in a space that can increase your emotional intelligence, your social intelligence and your soft skills. And we talk about emotional intelligence here on the podcast a lot, especially more recently, but I've never like coined the definition. So the official definition of emotional intelligence is the capacity to be aware of control and express your emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. Okay. 
So you're handling your interpersonal relationships empathetically because you understand your own emotions. You're aware of your own emotions. You're able to rationalize, okay, am I angry or am I just disappointed? And the funny thing is that just happened to me today, actually. Um, At first, I was, I, I was, I'm like, I was like really annoyed and I'm like, wait, what's really going on here? And I had to really allow myself to feel what I was feeling. That was number one. Then number two, I said, okay, what's really going on here? I asked myself and then I'm like, all right, what's really going on is that I'm disappointed because I expected things to turn out a different way and they didn't. And then after that, I'm just like, all right move on like I didn't let it linger and I didn't try to say oh whatever I'm gonna just no I let myself feel it I I try to um I I plucked out the emotion I got it and then I was it like I said to y'all before a lot of times my default emotion was anger so I found myself angry but was it really anger what was beneath that anger that's what emotional intelligence is it's being able to say okay what is really going on with me underneath this because I feel like we coin the basic emotions like oh I'm sad oh I'm happy oh I'm angry you know and it's like are you sad or are you grieving are you happy or are you energized you know what I mean like it's like it's 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 levels to it and it's just not being happy sad it's just it's 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 levels to it or angry and there's nothing really wrong with those emotions. A lot of times, you know, being angry or being sad are seemed as negative. It's not negative. It's, it's you know, the emotion itself is not negative. It's the connotation that we put or the, or the definition, I should say, that we put on that emotion that makes it negative. And also how we react to that motion, emotion is what's going to make it um, negative or positive. So yeah, getting in therapy or just even getting around people with great soft skills and emotional intelligence can increase yours. So that way you're able to understand yourself, which is most important. And then you can understand other people. There's a lot of people who's running around here acting like they know it all, but they don't even know themselves. I've always been me. I guess I know myself. You have to know yourself. If you don't know yourself, you can't know nobody else. That's just a, that's just a fact, you know, and soft skills. I want to go over. I was in a training for work recently and they interviewed key executive and they asked them what they look for in a professional. Um, and all of the executives, a must have for them had nothing to do with educational qualifications or anything like that. A lot of them had to do with, believe it or not, soft skills. So soft skills are things like adaptability, problem solving, or conflict resolution, teamwork, creativity, being on time, work ethic, things like that. And being around people, so this goes into the next one, being around people that have um, soft skills like that can increase yours, right? Or going to therapy can also increase those, but also evaluating your circle. And that's my next point that you need to do is evaluating your circle can really help you level up to the next level. 
you know that saying. I know you know that saying. You are who you who you were around. Well, how it go, y'all? Oh, I remember now. It goes, you are the sum of who you surround yourself with. So if you're surrounding yourself with negative Nancys, you know, people who aren't polite, people who are rude, and they're lazy, and they don't have any goals, you know, you might not be as motivated. Now, I'm not saying that if you have friends or you have families who are not on the same level as you that you just need to get rid of them I'm not I'm not saying that no 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 no. I would never say that actually but what I am saying is you know you know who is a, a not a good influence on you just like I know you know who is who has no interest in changing does not care about anything you're doing they're gonna stay the same and, you know, they may not even respect what you're doing. They think that <laughs> who she thinks she is. You you acting all bougie. You acting brand new, girl. You just like me. And it's like, you know, sis, I, I, I probably was like you. Um, but I'm not like that anymore. And I don't want to do those things anymore. And it's either like you coming with me or you staying there. You know? So you really have to evaluate your circle and... You know, that's one thing that I <laughs> I be trying to give people the benefit of the doubt, but there and I have to be real with myself. There's just certain things that I don't like doing. It's certain things I don't even like hearing. Like I'm not going to I'll be honest with y'all. Like there's certain things that I just don't especially to hear it over and over and over again. Because ex- for example, I told y'all, I use myself, for example, sometimes I I had a negative mindset, right? If you're constantly around somebody who's negative, like you're around them every single day, how do you think eventually you're going to be, you you either going to one, run from that person, like, yo, I cannot be around this person because every time I turn around, they got something negative to say, or you're going to become that person, right? Like you're going to start catching yourself being negative and the whole time you were a positive person, right? So you want to be careful about who you have in your circle. So me, I don't really like to curse like that. So it's not that like, I don't hear it sometimes. Like I I listen to clean music because I don't want that in my spirit because I I know if I hear somebody cursing and I'm listening to music and cursing and I'm listening to TV and they cursing before I know it, I'm going to start doing the same thing. And I and it's not like I grew up like not cursing at all, right? So it's just not something that I want in my vocabulary. It's just not a way that I want to speak. It don't even have, I'll be honest with you, I don't even have nothing to do with like being spiritual. I just don't want to talk that way, period. And I would rather talk using other words. There's so many more words that we can use. Why use those words? You know, and it's not about, oh, she's trying to act holy or she's trying to act sanctified. No, it's just my choice. Just like, you know, some people choose not to eat meat, right? (laughs) Y'all accept that. But I choose not to say words and it's a problem. Do we have a problem? But yeah, it's just, (laughs) it's just, it's it's as simple as that. You want to make sure you're surrounding yourself around people who either, one, respect what you're doing, two, are way ahead of you or on the same journey as you and everybody else I mean they may they may just have to go and you know what a lot of times you won't even have to cut people off people will cut themselves off from you if they see you leveling up and they're not ready to go there or they just not on the same vibe as you they're gonna be like all right well 
I'm going to just distance myself from her because she's doing this. And I don't really, you know, I either they if they really love you, they don't want to bring you down or they just not there yet. And that's fine. And I want you to not feel no type of way about that. Like I've seen people feel a type of way because their friends stopped being around them because they changed. And it's like, why are you feeling a way? You should actually be happy that they respect you enough to 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 see you with that light. You know, that's how I view it. Like, yo, they really respect me because they know I'm on this and they not on that. And they respect me enough. They respect themselves enough too to disconnect from me. Period. Like, I respect a person like that. Um, Yeah. And next is you want to also, it kind of goes with evaluating your circle. Evaluate, like I was just saying, what you're consuming on social media and even TV. What you consume, y'all, is very, very important. Is what you're consuming aligned with the person that you want to be? Because it's very easy to get distracted. Now, this is just a side note because I don't want y'all to think, again, that I'm coming from this little Miss Perfect. That I'm not saying that everything that you consume, everybody that you follow must be in this box in an alignment. But if the majority of the things that you follow on social media have to do with negativity, gossip, um, what else? you know, toxic relationships and you want a healthy relationship, why are you consuming a whole bunch of stuff that is about Krishan Rock and Blueface or is about Sarah Jakes, not Sarah Jakes, um, Cora Jakes and her husband? Why are you spending the time consuming this other day? Let me tell y'all something because I'm doing this in real life and I don't, like I said, I don't want y'all to think I'm coming from a place of perfection. The other day, right? I was scrolling on YouTube and I seen um, a video about Cora Jakes and her husband. I guess it's something about going on about a divorce. I was going to watch the video and as I clicked on it, I said, how is this me watching this video getting me closer to where I want to be? What else could I be doing besides watching this video right now? And I didn't watch it as bad as I wanted to know what was going on. And I, was, I said, you know what? Never mind what how how is this important besides it it, it, it feeding my need to, to be in somebody else's business you feel me these is real people so y'all I catch myself sometimes you gotta catch yourself they got this song and I don't know who is by but I remember one of the old heads to go check yourself before you wreck yourself check yourself before you wreck yourself you gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself that's a fact all right. Next one, you want to evaluate your habits. Again, what are you doing? What do you spend the most money on? How do you eat? All of these things matter. Um, One of my coaches, she said, you could tell what somebody cares about the most if you evaluate what they spend the most money on. And I'm like, oh, Really? So what does my money happen say about me? <laughs> but um, these days I tend to spend a lot of money on like my house. And I really, I really do care about the comfort of my home because I feel like I spend so much time in my home that it needs to be comfortable. Like I spend about 80% of my time at home. So it, my home needs to be comfortable. It needs to be organized. It needs to be as clutter-free as possible. Is it just me 
or like when your space is cluttered you just feel like frantic or like oh like I do not like cluttered spaces it makes me feel scattered it makes me feel scattered and all over the place so I want to have my home that same way and I try my best to do that like I was even I'll be honest with you I was thinking about becoming a minimalist because I'm like you know what the less stuff I have the less I have to worry about where things go and putting them up and all of those but that's just a side note you have to let's get back to what we're saying you have to evaluate your habits because what you do needs to match with um how you're thinking about your new life and how that new person that you want to be. So if you say, you know what, I want to be a positive woman. I want to be a submissive woman. I want to be a leader. I want to be more outgoing, whatever, insert whatever you want to do. What are you doing to cultivate those habits? Right. So, for example, me, I said, I want to be a consistent podcaster. What am I doing? I'm batch recording my episodes. You know, I'm planning out my content for the year. I'm making sure I get eight hours of sleep. I'm making sure I drink my water. I'm making sure, you know what I'm saying? I say, I want to be an active mother. What habits am I doing? I'm putting down my phone so that I can bond with my son. I'm setting up routines. I say I want to be a homemaker. I'm learning new things about things that I can do to become a homemaker. How can I make money in my home? All of these things, you insert your goals. And even if there's things like habits you can't implement right now because you're not there yet, how about you learn about them and start doing them? Because it'll be a lot easier to start doing something that you already knew about and you, you started doing than to get in that situation and try to do it then you know what I mean so yeah you want to keep habits and also don't just get rid of all your habits and try to keep habits that are productive so me I've always been in a morning person when I was in that prayer group that I was in I was part I'm sorry when I was in the ministry we had to get up every day at 6 a.m. for prayer call. At one point in time, it was every day, Monday through Sunday at 6 a.m. And sometimes we spend two hours on a prayer call. Um, I'm no longer a part of the ministry, but something that I still do is I get up at 6 a.m. to pray. I get up at 6 a.m. to stretch, you know, because... I'm a morning person. I'm used to doing it. And it it really is a good habit to get up, especially me being a mother and just for myself too to set the tone for my day. What better day to start my how what a better way to start my day than with prayer? You get me? So you definitely want to reinvent yourself. You want to evaluate your habits and create habits that align with the person that you want to be, that you see yourself as being. Because if you, the first thing is thinking a thing. And then the next thing is doing the thing. And when you think and do the thing, you're unstoppable. Right? So the next thing, and this is like, I left this last. Because I think a lot of time, especially with women, when we think of leveling up or reinventing ourselves, the first thing we think is physically. And I think that that should be 
it should absolutely be a thought, but it shouldn't be the first thing. If you really, really, really want to make a change about yourself, you want to start with within, right? So that's why I left this last point, this last tip to find your personal style and your aesthetics last. So you say you want to be this type of woman. How does this woman dress? How does she look? What does she like? Where would she go? What kind of um, things does she like to do? Does she like the club or does she prefer art and museums? Does she want to go to the country club? Does she want to go Miami for spring break? Or is she a Tulum girl? Is she a Thailand girl? Like, who is this girl? Who is she? You have to think about these things. You have to envision these things. Is she a Fashion Nova girl? Is she a Zara girl? Is she a Shein girl? I mean, they're kind of similar. Or a Boohoo girl? Or is she a Aritzia girl? Or is she a Chanel girl? <laughs> I mean, there's levels to this. And you have to find your personal style. Is she a neutral? Are you a neutral girl? Or are you a colorful girl? Now, for me, I don't follow trends. I just work with what works for me. So, for example, like, you know, I was like, you're neutral, you're a colorful girl. I'm whatever. I'm however I feel. In the fall, I tend to lean more towards neutrals just because of the weather. I'm, you know, I really like the spring and the summer for my vibrant colors. But, um... I'm not really, really into trends. Like there's people who only wear neutrals and it's, 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 and they only wear blazers and eh. listen, <laughs> okay. And if that's you, that's you. But don't just hop on a trend just because it's trendy and it's not really you because every trend doesn't work for everybody. And, and every body is not the same. Like literally their physical body. So something that might look good on, um, India may not look good on me you know and vice versa like if you're skinnier or you're thicker or you're you know you're a little bit on the chubby side it really depends on your body type and what's gonna look good on you so I would definitely say get to know your personal style not only that know what you're comfortable comfortable in and just go for that because when you're comfortable when you feel like you're being you and you know thyself that's when you're going to be the most beautiful. That's when you're going to be the most radiant. And that's when you're going to be the most you. So try not to follow trends, especially when adopting your personal style. I know some coaches will say, or, you know, some people will say, oh, to be a feminine woman, you need to wear all pink. And, oh, if you want to be a, tr- if you want to be that girl, you need to have all neutrals or this child. I don't follow that. Like I do what works for me, you know, and I love color and sometimes I love neutrals. I tend to like things a little bit more tailored and fitted to my body because I'm very skinny. So I'm not really a baggy girl because if I walk around in baggy clothes, it's going to look like the clothes are swallowing me. But girls with curvier shapes or even like thicker girls, or chubby, they can get away with more baggier clothes because they're so curvilicious, you know? 
they look so good i be i'm like oh my god they look so good and i could never and you know what i know that and i'm okay with that sis i want you to get to the point where you can see somebody else and they look good in that and you like oh i love that but for them because that's how i am i'm like i love that that looks so good on her but i would never wear that and that's not shade it's just like i i couldn't wear that it wouldn't look that good good on me and it could be vice versa. Like there are some things I wear that somebody else couldn't wear for whatever reason. It's not shady. It's just the truth, you know, and everybody's different. So that's the important thing about knowing yourself and knowing what you're comfortable with and not just following trends and hopping on a bandwagon because y'all trends come and go. And, you know, some of the things that I see are trendy. I'm just like, Lord, why? God, why? Like them cowboy boots. Like, no, don't get me wrong. Some of them are cute, but I'm like, we are not in Texas. You know, and next year it's going to be in with the old, out with the new. So I refuse to buy any cowboy boots. I am 24 years old. I've never worn cowboy boots before, and I don't plan on it. I wear riding boots. And also them Kanye boots. I I don't know. I might fall victim to that trend, but I haven't yet. It's just a lot of things, y'all. And now the girls are saying we can't wear skinny jeans and child if you try to keep up with these trends each trend's gonna keep you but that was actually the last tip that i have for y'all for this episode if let's just do a quick recap so reinvent yourself the first thing you want to do is start your healing and inner work okay that will naturally lead you into this reinvention okay get get in tune with your spiritual side pray your affirmations fasting you know getting to know who god says you are that's number one number two is go to therapy slash increase your emotional intelligence and soft skills number three is evaluate your social so your social circle you want to get around women who are willing to grow accept your growth or are already where you want to be evaluate your social media who you're following what you're listening to all of these things evaluate your habits what you're doing what do you spend your money on how do you eat all of those things and last but certainly not least is find your personal style that's it y'all i hope you i know you enjoyed this because it was so many gens drop i'll see you on the next one bye